Welcome to episode 16, sweet 16 of Trivial Arguments. Man is back for his second or uh, seventh time, sorry, but I refuse to add his name to the podcast for moral reasons. It'll be an all NBA podcast today as we discuss the Los Bulls and their 10 and 4 start. We'll introduce a new segment called Hate Hype or All Right, and we'll do a bracket to determine the best NBA team name slash mascot. Uh, the seeds are based on how many championships the team has won, and the ties were determined by playoff appearances. Uh, next week, spoiler alert, we'll do a Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. Uh, by Thanksgiving, I mean T. Hanks, as in Tom Hanks. Uh, we'll do a Tom Hanks trivia, bringing trivia back. And uh, we'll also do a Tom Hanks movie bracket. So for one Tom Hanks fan to another, Matt, how are you, my friend? Doing great. I'm excited okay. to talk I'm excited about hate hype. We're all, all right. <laughs> And in Definitely general, didn't take us 10, 15 minutes before the podcast to, to lock it down. But nope. I mean, it's better than the original name that was brought up. And we don't even have to talk about that one now. It's a good one. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't good for the record. Uh, I want the record to show as long as we're skewing it to our favor that it was terrible. <laughs> That's fine. That's why I uh, had the brain trust beforehand to, uh, to save me some embarrassment. I am just trying to put the work in to get my name on this podcast. So seven episodes, I mean, coming up with all the segment names. I mean, I think I'm well on my way, but I understand there's pride involved and that's a hard thing to overcome. This is the only thing I have that's uh, worth anything, unless you count my wife and my dog and my PlayStation. But this is my baby before a baby. (laughs) This is to make sure you can handle the responsibility. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, whether it's a podcast or a baby, at some point, Matt will probably have to take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) But enough about us, Matt. Um, What did you have for dinner? Did you cook by any chance? Because the bulls are cooking. You're welcome. That was free. Uh, Is there a way that we can just start this podcast over? Because I don't want any part of that. Uh, Well, you're in it now. You lead the lead the podcast in most appearances so this is the yeah. version of me you're gonna get for god knows how long all right all of our listeners turn into trivial podcast two hosted by yours truly california matt <laughs> so the bulls they are cooking and i love what i see i think if you go back and to listen to our preseason bulls talk what was that two days video was that the day before the season started that's when we did that one yeah i think so that was a preseason, uh like guesstimation of what kind of bulls team we were looking at and i think if you go back and listen to that one the things that you and i were saying kind of have stood up through the first what is 14 games of the season i don't want to pat ourselves on the back but uh we called a rod i mean just a terrible um announcer and whatever else he's doing we basically canceled smash mouth so (laughs) and we called the bulls would be good what what will this podcast do next i don't know well please continue the the bulls are uh fantastic just like we predicted and i said yeah i think i if you go back we said are they contenders we don't know it looks like they're defensive stoppers and that carried over into the regular season. I think, I think what we'll see here in the near future is 
teams expecting to get a great defensive effort from the Bulls, which will be a little bit different. So if I was, if I'm sticking with my Bulls predictions, I think we will hit somewhat of a, I don't want to call it like a rough patch or a skid, but it, it will be noticeable that the teams playing the Bulls have come to play. Because if you watched the Clippers and the Lakers game, you might be like, I don't know, especially the Lakers game. It just really didn't feel like they brought it for whatever reason. Although we did have an awesome game plan against uh, Anthony Davis. It just didn't feel like they're, I feel like the Bulls are almost at the point now where they're going to get everybody's best shot. And not because they want anything, just because they give effort on the defensive end and teams don't want to get embarrassed. So I, I think that's what we're, I think if I had to predict what's going to happen next, now, are the Bulls going to lose those games? Like, that's why I didn't want to call it a skid or anything like that, because I don't know if we're going to lose those games. But I do feel like we're going to start – they're going to start bringing the energy because they know that the Bulls are bringing the energy. As soon as we put our bench in, it's like the whole energy just picks up even more from where the starters got it off to. So it's like that's what teams are expecting now, and I think they're going to account for that. But the 10-4 and 4 start is great. I mean – the Golden State one was was a was a stinker to say the least, and um, I'm glad you didn't call for a press conference right after that because I don't know how I would have been, especially being here. I think we would have been in the Bay Area. I tried to get tickets to that game, and then I learned that the Chase Center is real expensive to go to, no matter who's playing. Yeah. So the 300 level tickets, the cheapest I could get was like 211 bucks. So I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I don't want to go that much Play at home. <laughs> and then I was very glad that I didn't because we got spanked. And from that, I learned that Steph Curry's really good. And the Warriors are back. And that's what great team defense looks like. I think that's what the Bulls are trying to get to. That was a perfect game for that. And then they came out and they played great defense the next two games against the Clippers and the Lakers. But that's what great team defense looks like. If everybody's moving on a string, the Bulls quite don't quite have that yet. You'll see the occasional guy will slip, slip back door or somebody will get beat baseline and there's nobody there for the help. And then I think where the Bulls are lacking is nobody helps the helper still. Not nobody. I don't want to say that because we are a good defensive team and the, the rotation is night and day better than I've seen in a while, but it's helping the helper. I see a lot of the, the issues still happening. And then, yeah, I mean, I can talk defense all day. That's my pride and joy when it comes to basketball, but I always say I won't bore anybody with the echoes and nose of it, but yeah, I, I think there's room for improvement, but in general, I, it's an exciting team to watch. I just, I was never one that had like bulls apathy because they are my true love. And I watched them even through the dark days, the Jim Boylan era, if we can call those <laughs> days. And where the best thing about it was the Jim Boylan press conference when he talked about how the guys had a lot of spirit. You like their spirit. Hell yeah. Like their spirit. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's how championships are built, huh? On Jim. These guys are playing with heart. So I want you guys to know that they're not going out there and trying to lose. I mean, they're playing their heart out. And I was like, eh, maybe just stop talking, Jim. <laughs> because after like a five-game skid, nobody cares whether their heart's in it or not. It's Can you put a ball in a hoop? That's, that's what we're looking for at this point. Can you put a ball in a hoop? And can you prevent the other guys from putting the ball in the hoop? I don't care how much that, heart they have in the game right now. 
you know, two years ago, I would agree with that statement. But what I'm seeing now from this Bulls is like how important like a good fit is. Everybody was worried about the fit, us included. We talked about was DeMar DeRozan's contract worth it? And right now, <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. I think he's still, I don't, I have to, I haven't looked it up, but he was fifth in scoring in the NBA as of the start of this this Western conference trip. And he's, he's not like he hasn't scored. So it's, I'm sure he's still right around there. And Levine was sixth. So DeRozan six and Levine is seven. So. Perfect. So right there, two top 10 scorers. And it just, the fit works because is our offense clicking on all cylinders? Definitely not. Do we have two elite scorers that are like riding the ship right now until our offense does start to click? Yeah, because that's the, that's always the issue, right? When you when you assemble a team like this this quickly and through free agency, and when we saw it with the the Heat the first year, they had their their big three and they put the team together and they just didn't have the chemistry, so it never really worked out that first year. And they, I mean, they lost in the finals. I mean, if that's what not working out looks like for this Bulls, I'll, I can't complain about that. Yeah, it's clear that it does work. Chemistry wise, it feels like they're, they all get along, which is, and they're all unselfish basketball players, which makes for a great game to watch because lots of assists. And it makes for nobody like getting upset that they're not getting enough shots because everybody's passing the ball. And I think that's holding, that's the bulls are being success are having success right now because of that. And what's holding them is like those two great scores. And then Vucevic is only, he's, there's no chance he's going to shoot like 13% or whatever the heck he is from three point line for the rest of the year yeah. is he'll water will find its level. I'm hoping that he's just in a gym by himself right now, just jacking up shots and getting his touch back because he yeah. can't do anything else right now. But it, it was clear. I think I would, I would have liked to see them play golden state with Vucevic and, and see the difference just because his presence. And it was the first game that we played without him. So I kind of attributed a little bit of that blowout to that. Not not saying that it would have been, not to say that we would have won the game with him, but the fact that it was kind of a blowout. But yeah, I know I'm, I'm kind of going all over the place. I have lots of Bulls thoughts right now. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, Levine's averaging about 26 points. DeRozan's about 27. Um, they're averaging almost 100 points in their losses and about 112 in their wins. Um, Lonzo's got four and a half average, uh, assists per game. Caruso's got almost three steals per game. I mean, they're really kind of putting it together on, on offense, you know, other than uh, Luke's shooting percentage and his slump. But I mean, it's not ideal to not have him right now. But as soon as he was going into a slump and then, you know, he's sick or whatever. So I think this might have been the, you know, perfect time for him to kind of reset and, get back to it but yeah because there, there was no way you know that shooting percentage was going to keep up he's he's been too good for too long so i don't think that's an indication of you know how the season's going to go no i would agree with that and to speak like speaking you, the offense those numbers 100 in the loss 112 in the wins that's like that's low scoring for today's nba and that's a tribute to the defense like if we're winning by scoring 112 points like you see games that are in the, the 120 and scoring in the NBA is down in general this year, but that's because they changed all the, the way they call those, those uh, offensive foul or let, I mean, those, let me rephrase. 
They weren't called as offensive fouls, even though the offensive person was initiating the contract. It was called the James Harden rule. I was just about to say that you mean the James Harden rule. Anything that James Harden did is basically now illegal. There's like an eight-minute video of just in the last like 10, 12 games or the first 10, 12 games of Harden like driving to the basket and then just immediately like putting his hands up. Somebody like took the time and put all the clips together where he's like looking for a foul and the ref's just like shaking his head like, we don't do this anymore. <laughs> and him just throwing like a tantrum. Which is great because it I it, James Harden frustrated me, but the the thing that James Harden started out with was he the way he shot his layups was different than anybody else, where you're taught to keep the ball close to your body and protect it so it doesn't get knocked away. James Harden did literally the opposite where he would extend the ball as far away from his body as possible. And people would just be hammering down on his uh, forearms when they were going for the ball, because they're not used to being that far away from the person. And he was going to the foul line a crazy amount. And that was one of his first few years in Houston. And then it morphed into, then he realized like, Oh my God, I can score 30, 40 a game with getting 50% of free throw lines. <laughs> right. So it's like, he had this epiphany. It's like, oh, so I'm just going to get to the line as much as possible. And then he started the jumping into thing and the keeping the person on the, his back and and just like the abrupt stop in the lane, you know, that kind of thing. But it's I feel bad for James Harden that he's not getting that original call of like the extending the ball and the slapping of the arm because that still is happening. But he's kind of been the poster child for what not to call. Yeah. And, the James Harden thing, it always bothered me a little bit, but the Trey Young, Trey Young doing it, real I for whatever reason bothered me way more because he, he ran so much pick and roll and he really would just put the person on his hip and then just, just totally stop and then jump backwards and shoot the ball, which I know he's not the only one doing it, but he's the one that comes to mind for me for whatever reason. That just drove me crazy. It's like it's not hard, and I'm so glad it's fixed because it's not hard to see is this a normal shooting motion? We've seen all of these players take a million jump shots. Is this what it looks like when they jump immediately to the left three feet and then fire it? Is that what any of them shoot like? No. So it's not being called and it's great. And I don't, I I was worried that it would be like an overcorrection. Like anytime there's contact on a jump shot that it wouldn't be called. If even if like, cause there's a way that I see that people, you know, when you're, bracing for contact and you lean in a little bit. So yet you basically, they bump you back online kind of thing. I was worried that that wasn't going to be called either, but it doesn't seem like it is. I, I feel like they're generally doing a pretty good job. And that's hard to say about NBA officials because it's, I don't know, probably the most subjective refereeing in any of the major sports. I would, I would guess. Yeah. Are, are there any matchups like the bulls obviously haven't played. Uh, they haven't played Milwaukee yet. Right. Correct. Um, is that a matchup that you're like interested to watch as far as like if they, you know, can stop Giannis? Is it like, oh, like this team's like for real? Or do you think the Central is still through Milwaukee? I mean, that's a great question because you might be the only person who actually thinks about divisions in basketball, but I'm good with it. We'll talk about the Central. <laughs> They won um, one and a half game lead against Milwaukee. <laughs> 14 games in, baby. Stop the season. So, yeah, I the teams that scare me are the teams with 
the very, the skilled big, the skilled big, I think is going to where the, the bulls are going to run into issues because what we already do as a team is we play such good on ball defense amongst our guards. And then we rely on those same guards to help rebound because not that Vucevic isn't a good rebounder, but he's not like the super dynamic athlete. And when you're generally playing a little smaller, you don't have that second person. Cause I mean, typically if you're playing a team that has a, a, a bigger power forward and a, and a natural center, those are going to, they're going to just like get a bunch of rebounds generally just because of their size. Bulls don't really have that power. I mean, right now where our power forward is whichever guard can jump the highest right now, really. Yeah. Green has started. Caruso has got some starts in the last two games and, but yeah, it's like, they're both, they're six, four and six, five. And that's who we have essentially playing the power forward position. I mean, it's all interchangeable, right? Because technically, maybe you say DeRozan's playing the power forward or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But it, they're small. So it's like all of the guards are asked to rebound. That's why you see Lonzo crash the boards the way he does. He does that anyway. It's just natural for him. But, like, Levine's in there rebounding more than I – I mean, just looking at it, whether he's getting the actual stats, just being down there and actually rebounding, because all the guards are coming down to help out with the rebounding. So naturally, that – scares me when teams have size because we're already doing that. The off a team, a great offensive rebounding team, I think will give the bulls some issues. So somebody like Milwaukee, when Giannis can just like, who's, who's going to guard Giannis on the bulls. Right. Yeah. Who is. Uh, well, who uh, will have a hard time if he's back, you know, when they're playing Milwaukee, it's going to have to be him, but, or maybe Tony Bradley jr. It's, See, but they're going to have the to issue, ball, but you, you can't guard Giannis with a five, right? You just can't. You can't guard him at all. But. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, typically it would, it would be Pat Williams. It would be Pat Williams if he was healthy, yeah. right? Sage strong and move well. Great to great on ball defender. I don't want to call him a great on the ball defender. He's a good on ball defender projecting towards great eventually. Like that's who guards Giannis. Vooch doesn't guard Giannis. So who, who's going to, who's going to take that? It's, it feels like it might be Lonzo, believe it or not. Like that's crazy, right? That makes no sense, but he's like six, six and a great on ball defender. I mean, is it going to be Caruso? Maybe like the, none of those make sense. Javante green. Like it, I don't know the right answer. Maybe they do start Vooch on and just hope he can move his feet, but that feels like a crazy. So that, that scares me. Now when we're talking about like Joel Embiid, who the Bulls have played twice and they lost to twice. Yeah. He's like a super skilled big. But he really doesn't blow you away with speed or like ability to get to the basket. Like he can't get to the basket at with being a ginormous human like he is. But it's not like Giannis, right? So Vooch can guard Embiid. But we can still see that that was that caused issues for the Bulls big time and they weren't even fully healthy. Yeah. It's like that. That scares me. Like I, do, I don't know what Billy Donovan's going to do. Is he going to start Derek Jones Jr. that game, and then he guards Giannis because he has the the length, but he's not. He's what he's he's six seven and maybe two hundred pounds. He's like going to get pushed around big time. But he's a decent on ball defender and he has the length. So it's 
I don't know what's going to happen. It, it kind of feels like if the Bulls keep going on this trajectory, that there needs to be a trade of some sort. There needs to be help. We need to get help from in that area. I was just going to ask you, like, we're obviously only 14 games in, but do you think, you know, as the back end of the schedule, you know, as playoff teams starting to round out, I don't think right now this Bulls team can beat Milwaukee. Um, obviously, they haven't played Milwaukee yet, but that's the matchup that I'm the most worried about is how they're going to play Giannis. And my thinking is after that first game that they play them, I think they need to probably send out some flyers and say, okay, we either have figured out a way to, to play them or we need to find somebody that can. I don't feel like the Bucks scare me as much due to the, the matchup because there's a way to win in the NBA when you can just – you just guard Giannis one-on-one and he'll get what he's going to get. You know, he might score 50. But if you shut down the rest of the team – because the Bulls have the ability to do that with their with their defense right now. So there is a there is a strategy that I see that the Bulls could win. Now, Chris Middleton is legit. So it's not like you're gonna, it's not like you if you stop Giannis, there's nobody else. Like the, the Bucks have a good team and then they, they're NBA champions for a reason. But there is, I see it, there is there is a formula with the bulls being a good defensive team now where you can kind of, we're going to play on us one-on-one to the best of our ability. And then we're going to shut down everybody else. I mean, the other way is we're going to double on us every time and get yeah. the ball in his hands and then make other people beat us, which is, I feel like what most people do, like that's kind of the more common way to play it. But I don't know. There's, that's the team. I don't know. I think I really think Philadelphia as a matchup scares me more for this, these Bulls because yeah. they're such solid guard play as well, and they're they're so solid defensively. Like in, I, I was hoping to take one of those games, and the fact that they lost both that really bumped me out. Yeah, and they, like they weren't even healthy, and yeah. like Ivo like shut down Levine. He's such a good defender, such a good on ball defender, and and I know we can only hope that Levine's like thumb is fully healed because it does feel like when we were playing Philly, that was like really affecting him because it was still a fairly new injury. Yeah. We played them early on, but yeah, taking one of those games would have made me feel a lot better too, but that is the team that scares me the most. And it's not because I think they're that much better than the bulls. It's just because matchup matching up wise. I think we match up the worst against Philly. Yeah. But I'm very curious to see how they handle Giannis. I, I just looked at the schedule. They actually don't play Milwaukee until um, January 21st. So, I mean, it's not ideal that, you know, they have all their Milwaukee matchups, you know, in 2022. Yeah. I, almost said- I don't know. I don't think that's a terrible thing because by then we'll know who the Bulls are for real. Yeah. I don't think that these Bulls are going to like go away in the next 15 games. I think this, I think, I think we kind of see in the formula of how they're going to be successful. Like if DeRozan, who's averaging, what do you say? He's averaging 27 a game. Uh, yeah. DeRozan 26.9, Levine 25.9. So. Yeah. If that goes down to 25, like that's still like, we can, we're still winning games with that. Like, 
Yeah. It's like playing it so far out of their mind. That's like, oh, they'll come back down to earth. In fact, it's just the opposite. It's like there's only a couple people that are holding their own and the rest of the team is kind of just okay offensively. And every once in a while, Lonzo will have a night where he goes for over 20. And Caruso's not much of a scorer. So it's not like we're waiting for him to get 20 a game. Right. It's like Kucevic isn't playing well. So there's there's so much room for improvement offensively with this team that I don't think it's a terrible thing that we don't play them until January because we'll know even more about this team. And it's it's they're only going to get better offensively due to chemistry and people coming out of slumps, right? So maybe yeah. that is time to play them. When is the trade deadline? Is that like February? February, yeah. February? Unless it's changed. I don't remember if it's changed. I have like a back of brain memory that was changed recently. Something was changed about it. I think last year um, it might have been like pushed back or something like that because of like shortened season and like something was different. So for some reason I was remembering like the Vooch trade being like March, but that doesn't sound right. Maybe February 10th is the trade deadline this year. Yeah. Okay. So, do, you know what, do you know what I think it was? I think they moved the time, the time to like the middle of the afternoon. I think that's what I'm remembering. Oh. This is saying February 10th cutoff point is 3 PM and it used to be midnight. So then it'd be like one in the morning and all these trades would come through. I think they moved it to the to 3 PM. So then they happened during the day. Yeah. Did you watch the, um, the Bulls game against the Lakers by any chance? Yep. I haven't missed a game this year and I don't intend to because I love watching. <laughs> Did you see the Bulls beat the Lakers so bad that they had to change the name of their uh, arena? No, I didn't see this. So the Staples Center, as of I think Christmas Day, is going to be renamed the Crypto.com Arena. So. And everybody was making the same joke on Twitter saying, like, the Bulls beat the Lakers so bad they had to change the name. <laughs> I mean, they beat both the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. So that means, yeah, once that happens. Yeah. It's a staple center to be renamed Crypto.com Arena and largest naming rights deal in history. Yeah, the staple center is like. Iconic. How did Staples uh, drop the ball on that? I, I couldn't even tell where a Staples is. But I can name the Staples Center. Yeah, I think uh, Dunder Mifflin's hot on their heels, so I think they had to get out of the game. Well, they lost their their best salesman, uh, Dwight Schrute. I will literally be right here if you need anything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers, this was the when I was like, "Oh, let's do this new like segment on the podcast. Let's like test it out." And I'd made a list of, you know, such items. And I was like, I think this one would be a good one to like test it out with. And that will probably know whether it works or doesn't work. So for the first edition of Hate Hype, all right. Um, do you think when I say the name LeBron James, <laughs> Hate Hype, or all right. This is, you went hot button topic right off the bat because there is this is not a black and white conversation there is a layered conversation is gray as gray can get because i can do like 
three different versions of LeBron and have a different answer for all of them. Yeah. For me, I have to separate like basketball player, guy, and then like, you know, everything else. Because for me, like LeBron James, he's a great basketball player. LeBron James, the person, like just in like a basketball sense, I don't like him. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say that I hate him, but I know that I hate playing him. I hate hearing him talk about God knows what. I'll watch him play. He's a fantastic basketball player. Um, but, yeah, there's just something about him. I don't know if it's the ingrained conversation of Jordan versus LeBron, and then when he finally was like, oh, no, like I'm better than him. I don't know if that was like the switch that I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with you now. Like you could have just played basketball and, you know, won your championships and been a great player. As soon as he said, I'm better than Jordan. I think I was like, I'm going to head out. You were late to the party then, because I think this being most of our listeners being from Chicago, will say the day they hated LeBron is the day he wore that picnic, that picnic t-shirt on national television <laughs> for the boys and girls club with his Abraham Lincoln beard and said, he's taking his talents. Nobody asked where your talents are going. We asked where you're going, my man. Taking his talents to South Beach. Half yeah. the world in the Midwest didn't know where South Beach was. They had to wait for the guy to say, So Miami is like, oh yeah. It's like that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like, thought he was just telling us he was going to the beach. <laughs> and then he, yeah, the Chicago people were like, no, it's called North, it's North Avenue Beach, man. It's North Avenue Beach. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's when most people started hating LeBron. And it was when it, that was like LeBron thinking he's like bigger than basketball and that's yeah. what started and i think he learned very very quickly that that was not a comfortable role for him mm-hmm. he got out of that so yeah i would say if this was 2010 is that when it was 2010 probably 2009 2010 whenever that whenever that free agency happened yeah I would say I wanted LeBron on the Bulls real bad. And I would have said, he's hyped. I would, that was hype. And then immediately I turn, it turned to hate. And yeah. it justified because that whole spectacle that he put on. Tell, he, had, he made the whole world watch him and he pretended like it was for the Boys and Girls Club, which he did. He gave a lot of money to the Boys and Girls Club from that. But yeah. He made the whole world watch him. He left everybody just to be like, just works. I don't even know. Waiting on pins and needles. That's not the expression I wanted to use, but it's the one that came to mind. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that, that's why you have to separate like basketball player from like guy. Cause he did give a bunch of money to the boys and girls club. He donates a, mon- a bunch of money to charity. He does make a wish. So like LeBron is the like person, like he, he has a, he's a great man, but it's like that, like, Separating basketball player from like basketball, like guy, it's the basketball guy that I'm like, yeah, no, when you like decided that like you needed to make, you know, the whole world watch this segment where you were like, yeah, so, you know, and he like dragged it out and was like, I'm going to announce it tomorrow at, you know, this time. And everybody was like, oh my God, he's going to make a decision. And it's like, why did it have to be like this? They called it the decision, but I think I can differentiate. Instead of calling him like the guy and then the basketball guy, it's like it's him as a guy. Like the, he like has his own school where the kids don't have to pay for. Like, right? Awesome. 
And that's, that's LeBron, the guy. And then LeBron, the basketball ego is what we all hate. Yeah. And it's the crying for fouls. And it's the, Oh, there's so much crying. There's so much crying on the court. Dude, you're the best player in the world. Maybe not right now, but for most but of it. Yeah. But in that time frame, like when he was like begging for those calls and it's like, dude, what, what, what are you doing? Like everybody else to like try to keep up with you has to do this. So I was like, when you're already at the top, like, why are you doing this? Like this petty stuff. Yeah. And it, Cause it wasn't, it was next level. Like all, all big time NBA players complain to the refs. Like you working the ref is a skill. Like you, you can see it. Which game was it where the, they were just, Oh, it was the, when they were playing Clippers and Paul George got, gets the technical and is complaining to the ref still. And then the announcer is saying, give him another technical, kick him out the game. And Stacey King was like, no, he's about to get a call right now. Sure enough. <laughs> The basket, boom, foul, shooting two free throws. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how the NBA works. And it's dumb, but that is how it works. So it's, it, was, it wasn't that that was happening. It was the way it was happening. And it was all the time. And it's like, what, have you never committed a foul a day in your life? It's, yeah. I don't know. It, was, it felt like, to me, like, how can you call that I'm LeBron James? Like, I felt like that's what he was saying every time he looked at the ref. Yeah. It's like, and then I give it, but there's lots of times where he just lowers his shoulder and takes it to the rack and doesn't get an offensive foul call. And there's so many great players that get that call because they're great. Yeah. Well, that's but, why I, I was like, I think if you're, if you're at the top, there's obviously things you have to do to stay at the top, but I didn't think that that was one of the things that needed to be in the uh, repertoire. I was like, when you're leading the league in scoring and you're leading the league in, you know, points and whatever else was like, why are you, you know, chatting to the ref about a call in the second quarter or whatever? It's like, dude, you like when you're the greatest one out there, like just just play the sport, man. I stopped myself from saying just dribble, but it's like, what are you doing? So that's why I was like, yeah, I'm going to drop LeBron James on him. I had time to tell you whether, you know, like what the subject of the category would be. And I was like, no, I want off the cuff, honest opinion about LeBron, middle name. I don't know. Don't want to look up James. His middle name is Bron. His first name's La. Le. Oh, he's a French fellow. <laughs> LeBron. Do you want to put... Um, I would, I would say, I would say, I have to answer this question as the whole person, the whole entire package of LeBron James. Yeah. Hate, hype. All right. My gut wants me to say all right, but it's to be honest, it's it's hype. Like it's it's hype. (laughs) To all the expectations, I still, I still don't like him, nor will I ever. I, I, I'm at the point where I think if he like. He always does these like two-year contracts and gets the most money he can. I really think if he just chose to come to the Bulls, I would obviously root for the Bulls because they're my favorite team, my true love. But I think I I wouldn't be as hyped if as if we were beating LeBron. I would love to beat LeBron. So you'd rather beat LeBron than win games with LeBron. Yes, not that, and this is this is not me saying I wouldn't root for the Bulls if LeBron's on it, or I wouldn't root for LeBron if he was a Bull. Right. I, 
don't think it would be as sweet to win with him on the team as against him. I will tell you that um, I didn't think ever that LeBron James would come to the Bulls just because of the comparison to Jordan. I don't think that he'd ever want to like face it head on more than he already has to actually play for the Bulls, play at the United Center, play where Jordan was. I think that's way too many factors that he's like, you know, now it's Jordan averaged so many points at the UC, LeBron, you know, 23. And I, I just think that was, that was too close that he, he never considered playing here. I agree to a point because I do think the issue is that Jordan is such like a bigger than life character, but Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, don't stop people from going to the Lakers, right? Those are, those names are, I mean, those are household names everywhere. Similar to how Jordan's household name. The difference is Jordan was the next level up from the top level. He's in, he's like on a platform of his own. Yeah. But that, that's why that argument doesn't hold a whole lot of water for me. I mean, I think the reason he didn't come to the bowl has a lot to do with John Paxson and Gar Foreman, if I'm being totally honest, but that's probably why most people didn't come to the bulls. Right. And look, one free agency without them and we land three huge contributing pieces. There's like nobody left from this roster, right? It's three people from the last regime. No, three people. No, it's two people. It's Kobe White and Zach Levine, right? That's the only two people left. Uh, yeah. When was Pat Williams drafted last year? Yeah, that was their first draft pick. Yeah. So right. yeah, I mean, I wonder what Felicio is doing with his eight million dollars uh, per year. That man was living there. Thirty-two mil was the contract oh, yeah, for for four years. Yeah, eight million. And I would say Felicio is somewhere in Brazil, and he is literally the man. If he was, if Felicio had any sense of business, he would start his own gummy bear uh, company and he would just be the logo because he is the human gummy bear. Yeah. I don't think he has that kind of uh, business sense. But you, I would have taken my $32 million and started the gummy bear business if I was Felicio. I wouldn't even know like what the first thing I would do if I had like $1 million. If I had 32 times the amount of money of $1 million. And the same amount of skill as Felicio, which is. That's what I mean. Like when I was looking at his stats, like he was averaging like 0.8 points. I was like, I'm pretty sure at some point they're leaving me open. And after, you know, 10, 15 shots, I could probably get one in. It's like, I mean, I don't know if they change the dimensions of the court just because of, you know of me, like one of the Make-A-Wish kids, but like they give me like one of the lower ones, I could just dunk on it and they just pay me. Deal. I've also seen you jump. They're going to have to really lower that thing. Uh, I'm talking straight Fisher Price. I'll bring my own net. Yeah. No, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to play their games. You, you brought me here. Play by my rules. <laughs> I don't know how this got there, to be totally honest. How did we get there? 
Um, well, we were talking about the greatest basketball player of all time, and then LeBron James. Yeah, and then we got to the human gummy bear himself, and you dunking on a Fisher Price net. How how else am I going to dunk? Trivial arguments, my folks. <laughs> so you're going on record, LeBron James. Hate, hype, or hype? He's hype. He's hype. As much as it pains me to say, total package. I have to <laughs> here. Total package of LeBron James. He's hype, and every fiber in my being wants to say all right, and I do hate him a little bit. But that's not the correct answer. We know what the correct answer is. LeBron James. LeBron James. Before we move to the NBA team name bracket, I'm going to ask you one question. You're going to say one name, and then we're not going to talk about it again, at least in this moment. Are you ready? Yeah. Jordan in his prime. LeBron James. In his prime. One-on-one, who wins? Give me Wizards, Jordan, and he still wins. Ice cold. (laughs) The Washington bullet, Jordan. (laughs) I'm good with it. If you said anything else, I was going to shut it down. (laughs) I was going to say, sorry to our fans, we lost the audio. (laughs) And it was just going to be me apologizing. So, uh, yeah. You're officially Team Jordan. The first one to save the Looney Tunes. I mean, I didn't see the second one. Did he save the Looney Tunes? I didn't either. I don't <laughs> intend to see it. At some I point, did no... he join the Monstars like I thought he would? I have no. I know they don't call them the Monstars. They're called the Goon Squad. That's fine. That I did know. So neither one of us saw it? Noise. No. It did not exist. I'm fine with it. LeBron James hype. I think I'm taking the approach that I'll wait to my, I have children and I'll show them Space Jam, the original. And then if they discover it on their own and ask to watch it, I'll allow. Hey, did you know there was a sequel? What did you just say to me? <laughs> I'll allow them to watch it. Space too in this house. <laughs> I'll allow them to watch it and then I will tune in with them. And that's the only time. So maybe. I don't know, 10 years down the road. That's the first time I'll watch it, but I'm sticking to that. Fair. I, I also had no interest in seeing it. And everybody's like, oh, like, were you worried that it would be better than the original? I was like, I'm going to stop you there. There's nothing better than the original. So don't come at me and say, I was scared. Ain't nothing about Space Jam 2 made me want to watch that movie. They took all the sex appeal out of Lola Bunny. I'm just saying. Okay, easy, easy. You know it and I know it. But we'll, we'll move on because I'm getting hot. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you getting hot if they did keep her sexy too. So you're... Uh... She's, she's spicy. All right, move on, move on. <laughs> we don't get canceled here. Yikes on bikes. All right. Next segment, yikes on bikes. <laughs> So because there was 32 teams, there were two teams that got buys. That would be the one seed Los Angeles Lakers and the two seed Boston Celtics. Okay. Sure. Don't, don't show me. <laughs> so we've got 16 seed Kings, 17 seed Mavericks. 
I also have team facts if it matters. If you're like, what do, what is a maverick? Um, no, maverick horse. It's not a horse. <laughs> That's their logo, dude. What are we doing here? Well, it is, but it the Dallas Mavericks logo or uh, like team name represents independent flamboyant style of the Dallas people. That's from their Wikipedia page. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Kings, it's hard to, for, it's hard. Okay. This is going to be a challenging task for me because am I supposed to disassociate the team with the, with, uh, the, the like if it's, that... if it's dumb and they're a good team, am I supposed to say they're dumb or am I supposed to say like, no, that's like fitting. Cause they're good. Like, well, you could say that team name is stupid and then pick the other one. So that's what I'm supposed to disassociate the basketball. We're just doing the mascot. Yeah. Then it's the Mavericks. Mavericks is a better name. Okay. Sacramento Kings were named after the uh, Sacramento Royals in 1945, if that mattered. If it changed anything for you. Uh, no, it does not. All right. Like, I do like the black and purple color scheme. Do you like that? It's an, I mean, I'd like the, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, like navy blue. I also like the like green one, the green and blue one. That one's pretty cool too. Yeah. When they go Seahawks colors. Yeah. Cowboys fans have to hate it. What about that nine seed Nickenbockers? You can slow down Nick, the audio. Nick and Bockers. <laughs> it's Nickenbockers. Yeah. E-N, Nicken? Uh, Nicker? <laughs> Nickerbockers, dude. <laughs> well, that, that doesn't sound like a nice word. So. <laughs> Knicks or Nets? And the Nets were named because New York already had the Mets and the Jets. You thought there wouldn't be trivia here? Come on, son. Knicks or Nets? One starts with a okay. These are these are both should not make it out of the first round. If I'm being totally honest, they're both stupid. One is pants, and the other one's baskets. (laughs) They're not even pants. They don't even cover the ankles, dude. (laughs) Is the pants rolled up to the knee by duck (laughs) settlers? Yeah. So the Nick. So okay. This is how dumb the Knickerbockers name is. Is that nobody refers to them as the Knickerbockers? They refer to them the Nickenbockers. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Famously, the Nickenbockers. Yes, yes, so yes. The Knicks are so dumb that they're the Nickenbockers, and then they they shortened it to Knickers, and then they still were like, no, this is still a dumb mascot. Let's go to just the Knicks. Yes. Spike and the down. Knicks are only cool because they're from New York City and they play in Madison Square Garden where everybody loves to play, but the mascot... It's trash. You're gone, Knicks. You're picking Nets? Only because the Knicks have a stupid <laughs> name. The, if if we were basing it off franchise, I would do... Well, let me tell you this. The Brooklyn Nets were almost called the... Well, it would have been the New York 
swamp dragons. <laughs> what are we doing? Nets, That's a miss. Uh, swamp dragons all day. <laughs> That's a miss. That's a miss. And I, I can't help, but for whatever reason, I was thinking of them still as the New Jersey Nets in this, this vision of this. I was thinking New Jersey Nets, which I think we should have to factor in original locations, specifically when we get to the second round in the Lakers. Madison Square Garden, Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> We're doing Swamp Dragons. Swamp Dragons. Moving on. They, they missed it. Brooklyn Swamp Dragons. I digress. Uh, eight seed Miami Heat. 25 seed Orlando Magic. So the Heat was named after the weather and Magic was named after Disney World. So I have a little anecdotal story about this and it will also equal my answer. So both teams obviously are named after exactly what they're known for in those cities. Hot culture, the magical kingdom. I am a teacher for those who don't know, and I am currently teaching a choice, which is a small little kind of weekly program thing where kids can choose uh, what they want to take and teachers can teach what they like to teach. So I'm teaching a casino choice, meaning I'm teaching uh, seventh and eighth graders how to gamble. Hey-o. <laughs> and so taking my true passion and putting it with another passion of mine. So I'm part of the casino choice is I put up a game and like we're another teacher and myself act as the casino and we set or the sports book as well. So we're setting the sports book. We set the, we skipped the, we taught them how to do the lines, play the money line, uh, over unders, player props. We kind of did it all. And one of the games was the Orlando Magic versus the Atlanta Hawks. And my co teacher's son happens to also be in this choice. And on the ride home from school, he was talking about it a little bit. And his dad was asking, like, what, what did you bet on? And he said, well, I bet on the Hawks. I said, why? He said, because the Magic is a really dumb name. <laughs> he is not a sports fan, not even a little bit of a sports fan. He it's said, like magic. <laughs> really dumb name. Why would they name the team the Magic? And he explained, like, oh, it's Orlando, so it's like Disney World. And he's like, yeah, that's a dumb name for a team. So that being said, the Miami Heat are moving on. Miami Heat. And their logo is better. The basketball on fire versus the basketball with like a trail of stars. Yeah. It's funny that it's both basketballs, though. Like one's on fire and one's like magical. But that one looks stupid. You're right. Four seed Warriors. 29 seed Timberwolves. Warriors, Timberwolves. Ooh. This one's pretty good. I know my vote. So I think, I think we have to, the, not, no name jumps out. I think they're both solid mascot names. I think we have to look towards the mascot themselves. What is the Warriors mascot? Is that a person? Exactly. Nobody, it's, What's on their jerseys currently and mostly is like either it just says Warriors or it's like a picture of the Bay Bridge or the San Francisco Bridge. Yeah. 
And it's like, oh, so we're warriors, but our logo is a bridge. Or the Bridgers. The Bridgers, yeah. Like the old the game that old women play in retirement homes. Bridge, yes. Oh, bridge game's strong. Yeah. Now, the Warriors are a great team, so it, it, is that affecting my decision? I don't know. But I think the Timberwolves is the right answer. What do you think? I was also going to pick Timberwolves. I'm a, I'm a big Wolves fan. Great animal, great culture. Um, Timberwolves. <laughs> They're all about the boys. They like to rally the boys up. They don't go anywhere without the boys. I'm a big fan of howling at, howling at the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Timberwolves also <laughs> great logo. The T-Wolves got a great logo, especially when you go talk about the Kevin Durant Timberwolves. Cool logo. Did you mean Garnett? What did I say? Durant. <laughs> My bad. I meant Garnett. You know what I meant. I knew what you meant, but I also was like thinking. I was like, Kevin was was he on the Wolves for like a hot minute? I'm glad that we were both wrong. <laughs> Thirteen Trailblazers, twenty Jazz. Okay. Also, exactly what you think they are. So the Trailblazers, I always have thought is an underrated mascot, like legitimate, even before I thought about it right this minute. Yeah. Like Most the, of these team names were determined by name the team contest, by the way. Wow. They, they would have been the pioneers, but that got out. Uh, literally your dream is to win one of those. I'm telling you. Swamp you submitted, you submitted <laughs> I was going to say, you definitely submitted Swamp Dragons. For yeah, sure. I got like one vote and it was me standing out, out, outside the- <laughs> Being like, nobody else voted Swamp Dragons? <laughs> so, the Jazz, originally from New Orleans. Correct. Are now in Salt Lake City. No, sorry. Did they go right there? Name another place in Utah. <laughs> no, I was, it went, okay, I was, I'm sorry. In my brain, I was trying to think if they made another stop before they went from New Orleans to... Utah. So yes, no, no, yes, they play in Salt Lake City. That's not what I meant. I meant it was yeah. there up in between. But the fact that the Mormons don't allow music to be played means it's a dumb mascot. <laughs> so <laughs> the Utah Jazz being from Utah. Although if we're talking logos, we're talking 90s Utah Jazz logo. That is pretty cool. I might get a John Stockton jersey and just rock it a little bit because that. Those that was some cool logos, but the one? where that I think if you played jazz music to somebody from Salt Lake City, they would ask you to fix your radio because it's broken. So therefore, that is a dumb name for the Utah, and I don't remember what it was going against. What was it going against? Trailblazers. <laughs> Trailblazers, which I love the Trailblazers. Trailblazers passed out on Michael Jordan. So, thank God. I passed on Kevin Durant as well. Yeah, Greg Oden. Trailblazers, uh, not really blazing a winning trail. Well, they got Dame Dalla. All by himself. So, Trailblazers kind of have a cool hidden logo where it's like... Uh, it's supposed to be five on five? Yeah, it's the five, five lines that like swoop together. For those of you, I know this is bad radio, but go ahead and look at the Trailblazers logo. Yeah. 
But yeah, five players on the basketball court that kind of wind together and they blaze trails. The pioneers of the trail. The pioneer of trail. <laughs> uh, 12 Hawks, 21 Suns. So Hawks, the Atlanta stop. Hawks were also like the Black Hawks, like named after the tribal chief. And the Suns, because Phoenix is hot. It's about as simple as it gets. I would say I I really don't like what the Hawks have done with their logo in the past 15 years. They used to have a decently cool logo back in the 90s. I, I thought they have a cool logo now. Color, the blue hawk or whatever. Their color scheme was cool. Uh, let me let me rephrase. Because right now I think it is the coolest it's been in a while. But on those like um, oh, just the red thing, I, I liked it better when it was like the bird, like a red bird. Red you hawk. like that? You like that one more than the one they have now? Uh, I, yeah, the the one they have now is just a simple. Yeah, I like that one better. Like that one better than the actual like hawk itself. But all yeah. right. What? And it, okay, so if you're just looking at that logo, they they totally changed the the whole color scheme too. Cause then they add, they like went from like a red and gold to like that red and Navy blue. And I, I really hated that rendition. And now they're, now they kind of got rid of the Navy blue and I kind of like them again. Yeah. So it was the black and gold. Yeah. The black and gold is better, but yeah. But, but the suns I've always, and some about the, that purple just pops man. And the suns logos, have been cool and the sun's mascot like literally the in-stadium mascot the gorilla makes no sense oh, but i'm yeah. with it that's true I, I was gonna go hawks all day and then i remember the uh sun's mascot was a gorilla <laughs> yeah it's something about the purple and orange the purple and orange and those uh do you remember the one the jerseys they wore in in the bubble the valley jerseys yeah those were sick those I just like the orange and purple. Like I'm, I'm into, I'm into the suns over the Hawks all day. All right. I'll ball. And and it has less to do with the name. Like obviously a Hawk is cooler than the sun, but nothing's hotter than the sun. Truth. Maybe like a dwarf star. I don't know. I probably failed that class. Five Spurs, 28 Hornets. Hornets, uh, the insect, or is it not an insect? You're gonna correct me like a dork. I don't know, seems like an insect to me. <laughs> and then Hornets versus Spurs. Okay, so this, one this, this one's a little tricky because it's skewed by the Spurs success, right? I want to say Spurs, but Hornets logo is pretty cool, though. Looks the like Hornets that. logo is cool, and the Hornets Turquoise colors Turquoise. are cool. What? Like a turquoise bee drill? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like the, the, yeah, everything that the Hornets have done, even recently, it's made their logo even cooler. Um, do we have to acknowledge that they were the Bobcats most recently? I was just about to say, does it help or hurt if it was Spurs Bobcats? It hurts. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's terrible. Are, are there even any? Kwame Brown not getting it done for you? Yeah. I would say the Hornets because the Spurs is kind of plain, but the, it's something 
If you're going back to those San Antonio, those old, those '90s San Antonio jerseys too, with the colored stripes on them, those are pretty sick. I do like those. But now, I mean, they've been just like the black and white or black and silver for a good amount of time now that it's it's a little too plain for me, and I think I have to go with the Hornets. Glenn Rice special, baby. Yeah, buddy. Michael Jordan owned uh, Charlie Hornets. That did not influence my pick America. Wow. That was all I thought about. He also owned the Bobcats. Moving on. Well, yeah. That's a deterrent. I was just thinking Nick Hoy's drill, and I was like, well, it's cooler than a uh, independent flamboyant style of the Dallas Cowboys Spurs. Uh, we've got Wizards. 15, Cavs, 18. Wizards versus Cavaliers. I hate the Cavs colors. You're a wizard, Harry. And I like, I still, I wish that the Wizards were still the Bullets, I mean, totally honest, but that's a little problematic in today's society. Correct. The Washington Wizards wins over the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers, no, because I use Cavalier as like a as like a, a a word more than I would ever use it as a mascot. It's fair. Oh, very cavalier of you. Very wizard of you. That's how I use it. Yeah. Like Casting spells. Rockets, Pacers. Um, I why I go back to the '90s or early 2000s for all these jerseys. The Rocket early Rockets jerseys were legit, and then they kind of got lame. And now I don't care for them. So a Pacer, let me. Uh, the Pacers jerseys are also trash. Yeah, Pacers uh, has auto racing uh, ties. That's why they're the Indiana Pacers. Right from the Indianapolis 500. Correct. And the Houston Rockets. Um, let me. Check. Yeah, Pacers is dumb. Pacers is dumb. It's Rockets. Yeah. Where, that's where NASA, you know, that's where the Rockets take off from. That's an easy one. I do, I do like, I am a sucker for a good regional reference for your teams. I am a sucker for it. That's fair. Then can I interest you in the Detroit Pistons <laughs> and the LA Clippers? Yeah, what, Clipper. Can you give me the Wikipedia? What's the flamboyant city about the Clippers? <laughs> Um, let me see here. Clippers. It was a popular ship in the 19th century. <laughs> and it's diversity. An old, old wooden ship. Yeah. And the piston was obviously the car part. In right. the yeah. Uh, that, that's an easy one. That's Detroit Pistons. Uh, the Clippers is maybe one of the worst mascots of all time. Correct. And I also like that the Pistons, they're like old, um, like stallion, like the black, like horse. The flames or whatever that was cool. I don't remember that one. I'm gonna do a little old googly goog here. That one was pretty good. Uh, then we've got bulls, pelicans. If we're talking straight up animals, I'm picking bulls. If we're talking oh. Nigel the pelican from Finding Nemo. That guy was cool. I do like the black stallion pistons logo moving. Yeah, it's like the chess piece or whatever. Like the yeah, and they got like the the exhaust pipes coming out of the S's there. Yeah. They screwed up when they moved away from that. Yeah, that's the same yeah. one. 
We know the nineties did it better is what we're the long. Uh, Those I mean, logos are, are just too simple. Story coming out of this is that the. They, the greatest. Nineties. Uh, greatest decade of all time. What about Bulls Pelicans? Oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> not Pelicans, and it has nothing to do with my Chicago bias, even though I fully admit that there is some. Um, Pelicans, when they named it the Pelicans, it felt like such a wasted opportunity to name a new team. Like, if we just go Indiana like... Indiana State Bird is a Pelican. That's why they did it. Well, okay, sure. I, the reason's great. I know you're trying to give that regional reference that I said I love, but <laughs> the name of the team, the Pelicans, was the... It was a miss. It was a big time miss. Like if you think like think of the NHL who just added the golden Knights, which is an awesome name and the Kraken, which is an awesome name. It's like, okay, if you're going to do it, do it right. That was like, those were good. Yeah. Pelicans is trash and the bulls regional reference, baby. (laughs) Wanted a strong and tough name. What's stronger than a bull. And it's about the stockyards. We're about to find out a little bit more about what goes on in that, uh, that noodle ears. How about Thunder Raptors? <laughs> so the Thunder, when they first, when so obviously they were the Supersonics, they moved to the Thunder. The Supersonics, awesome name. Correct. Thunder, not so awesome. It's not even, it's like a lightning, if you're talking about just storms, lightning's more intimidating, right, than Thunder is. Thunder's just nice. Yeah. So my issue with it is that the Supersonics was great. The Thunder is not. However, what's it going against again? The Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors is such a solid name. It was named after the 1994 Jurassic Park uh, movie. That's when it was popular. So Toronto decided to capitalize. Yeah, it's it's an easy one. It's the it's the Raptors. I would have way more trouble if it was the Supersonics versus the Raptors. Yeah, but it's it's not. And Raptors are pretty damn cool. What about Bucks Nuggets? Bucks Nuggets, both so regional. Got the gold both regional. regional. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The Milwaukee Bucks for the, the Milwaukee Bucks for the Denver Nuggets. I really like the hunting routes. Uh, just so you know, skunks was the second option. So I kind of <laughs> wish they were the skunks. You shouldn't have told me that. I kind of wish Swamp Dragons versus Skunks, final two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, the the Bucks is I love the fear of the deer. That's like that's what I like about the Bucks that they can say fear of the deer. Yeah. Um the Nuggets, I've always liked the Nuggets. I think this is going to come down to logos again. Yeah. I don't think the Nuggets logo is cool, though. I mean, the new one is, is cool. It's like the, the axes or the whatever they are. I like the And I really like the new Bucks logo, too, more than the old one. They yeah. went with Jägermeister. <laughs> Deer yeah. pretty much. And so I do like that. And the Bucks is a good name, but... Nuggets. It is kind of a lame. Even their old look. I, I mean, I like the baby blues better. Yeah, and I, they have a pretty cool alternate logo that I think is from like the late '80s, maybe. But yeah, I think I 
think if I, I think when I first thought, I think I was going to go with Nuggets, but I think I am going to go with Bucks. You feel it here. It is kind of funny though that like Nugs and Denver, you know, that goes together pretty well. That was unintentional when they named the team. I'm sure back in the '60s or whatever. Right. But 76ers Grizzlies. So after 1776 and then Vancouver. Yeah, 76 76ers is a dumb name. Like naming it after the year of the Declaration of Independence. Controversial much. <laughs> uh, I have no problem saying it. Um, they could have named them anything else in relation to the declaration. It probably would have been cool, but the year, that's like the lamest thing about it. The Philadelphia, you know what we mean. Yeah. So you're going to Vancouver. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, the Grizzlies is such a cool. I mean, even though there's no more grit, there's not really Grizzly Bears in uh in Memphis. If you yeah. go Vancouver, yeah. Grizzlies. The logo was cool. Like green cool col- cool colors, intimidating logo, Grizzlies. Yeah. And we're back up to the top. How about Lakers? Uh they were a first round buy. Lakers versus Mavericks. So this one is tricky for me because I think Lakers. What is a Laker? I mean, it's, it's re- in reference to the lakes of Minnesota. What? Lakes in LA. The land of 10,000 lakes. If I have to base the, just pure logic, there's no lakes in LA that I know of. You're not wrong. But the Dallas Mavericks, after a friend is named after the flamboyant population, is not as cool as when I thought it was just like a, a rogue horse. So I thought it was. Well, you have lakes in LA, which doesn't exist. And then you have flamboyant men in Dallas. That probably That's doesn't. not what it's saying. You're inferring. Independent flamboyant style of the Dallas people. Yeah. You changed it to flamboyant men, which is a totally different connotation. And I don't appreciate it. It's not what this podcast is about. How dare you. We shoot it straight down the middle. We shoot straight down the middle. All right. I would say, oh, this one's tough for me because I really, am I skewed? I think I have to go Mavericks, even though I like the logo a little bit more. I'm not a huge fan of the purple and gold, believe it or not. It's the purple and orange that does it for me of the Phoenix Sun. Yeah. And the purple and black, I did talk about that too. I, mean, I think it was, it might be just like purple. Yeah. I think you just like purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the Lakers, if they were still in Minnesota, it would be a harder thing. But the L.A. Lakers, I know it's like a household name. They've been there forever. Yeah. But yeah. What about Nets Heat? Both not great. The Nets was a shocking. It made it out of the first round, but it got paired against the Knicks. <laughs> Both practical yeah. names, but I, I think I would, as far as just like logos and like team name itself, Miami Heat sounds better to me than Brooklyn Nets. That's yeah, and the, that's lame. They, the Heat have the best jerseys in sports with those the pink ones or the pink and like blue ones, the Miami Vice ones. Yeah. Yeah, those are noise. Yeah. Go on Heat. Heat. What about Timberwolves? Trailblazers. This one's a little more challenging, actually. I would say T 
Timberwolves, Trailblazers. I've always liked the Blazers. But I think the Timberwolves are going to take this for me. I wish this wasn't a second-round matchup. This feels like it should be later and later for me. But it's the mercy of the bracket. I would say the Timberwolves are moving on. The Trailblazers, I don't know. Good game, Trailblazers. You agree? I agree. Um, Trailblazers never really did anything for me. I, I mean, it's cool. They're like, you know. One of the pioneers, trailblazers, but again, we're talking wolves. The wolves are just cool. <laughs> yeah, timber wolves. It's like, yeah, it's cool. Kesha song, wolves. I mean, it's two cool things in one. So, how about Suns Hornets? There's your uh, both, uh, both have purple in it. So, purple and turquoise. Or- Who knew that this was going to be such a challenging second round? Okay, Hornets. And Suns, I want you to take take it away. Take it away. I feel very passionate about both of these teams and logos. You, you feel passionate? Let me look up what the uh, Charlotte mascot looks like. I think that's what's going to do it for me. Is it? I'm assuming it's a. Oh yeah, I've seen this guy before. <laughs> he looks like an absolute doofus. <laughs> I think I might have to go Phoenix Suns just because it's more practical. Hornets are also just a menace to society. So I think going practical, Phoenix Suns, Suns Gorilla, that, that guy's pretty cool. Suns Gorilla taking it home. I think I was going to lean Hornets. So I, I've i made a lot of decisions in this bracket, and I apologize for that. So I'm going to let you go with your gut. But all the renditions of the Hornets logos – Maybe you want to give that a gander before you make the final decision because there's not a bad one in the bunch. Are the Charlotte jerseys, though? We're talking just like... I'm looking at just logos. If you just look up Hornets logos, you will you can see all of them. I know this is bad radio, but there's not a bad logo in the bunch. I'm just... I It's my... it's I well, yeah. I mean, the logo's cool, but... Isn't that what we're talking here? We're talking mascots, logos? Yeah... And Phoenix is cool. it's cooler than the Heat's. I mean, it's cooler than the Suns logo. Cool yes, logo. I'm gonna. I don't, I, I don't want you to change your decision based off that. I just wanted to give you one more final kernel of information before you made your decision. No, because if we're talking mascot and team name, the Hornets have cool logos. I just looked up all of them. They're way cooler than the simple Phoenix one. The gorilla almost took me out of it. I appreciate you bringing me back down to reality. Hornets are freaking terrible, but logo's cool. Color scheme's cool. Logo's through history's cool. I'm switching it. Hornets are moving on. And I feel good about it. But what I don't want you to do is Google the Hornets mascot because then. That was the first thing I looked at. I told you he looks like a doofus. It might send you (laughs) the opposite way. Yeah, I looked up the Phoenix That's not great. versus the Charlotte Hornets mascot, and the mascot looks like an idiot. I don't even think he has a stinger. No, he just he, he looks dumb. But Ooh, okay, yeah, I mean, Charlotte. I might. Geez, I might not. You should have told me to look at this first. I might not have put up such a <laughs> the Hornets. Okay, but yes, Hornets move on. Yeah. What about Celtics? First round by Wizards. Celtics, I haven't got a chance to talk about I mean, them yet. 
Irish, Welsh, Scottish heritage. A Celtic. Quality logo that stands up. It's the same logo, isn't it? For I don't know if there's ever been another one. I'm sure there's been like a couple variations of that little guy smoking a pipe. Yeah. But in general, I, I don't remember. It hasn't changed in our lifetime, right? Oh, I, I guess it. they went away from the guy holding the cane to just like the... the oh, the clover or whatever? Shamrock. Yeah. I, I do remember that. Oh, it used to be way different in the 50s. Yeah. More like a jester. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a quality logo. I don't care if Kyrie's going to stomp on it every time he goes to the garden, but uh, in general, I would say the Boston Celtics is a better logo. I agree. I agree. It's our first, first top seed that has moved to the uh, second round. Celtics two seed. Uh, what about Rockets Pistons? It's going to be hard to talk me out of the uh, the cool Pistons logo. That's the black horse with the flames. Well, let's, we, why don't we put top logo versus top logo? Have you looked up the Rockets logo? Rockets top logo? Um, yeah, it's with like the rocket with the face on it. Yeah. It's probably something stupid though, right? Um, oh, yeah. I remember that old school logo, but yeah, I'm still rocking with the Detroit Pistons logo, honestly. This the, and that's the correct answer. That's the correct answer. It is the correct answer. We're going Pistons. No one moves to the second round like Pistons. What about Bulls, Raptors? I'm very conflicted. Raptors. Yes. <laughs> Bulls, Raptors. Raptors have purple in it, so I know how hard this is for you. Not anymore. We're talking jerseys. Right, so we can do current rendition of jerseys or all-time rendition of jerseys. Because all-time, the Raptors probably take it. Right, the like red Raptor, the purple jersey. Yeah. But Benny the Bull is the best mascot in sports, hands down. That's true. That's what I have in my uh, closing statement. That was the last. And the raptor, <laughs> the raptor is pretty dumb, but not a bad raptor mascot. Well, it's cool, but Toronto raptor—that's not logical. Come on, that's man. not. That's also not fair to Toronto. You don't know their paleontology history. That's true. I've never been to Canada, so they might be hiding them up there. I would say. This is a tough. This is not a second round matchup. Is the Toronto Raptor? Is he dribbling in the logo? I'm gonna look it up. But the old one. Yeah. I think he's dribbling and he's got the jersey on. He's definitely yeah. He's got the purple. He's a red. He's dribbling with yeah. Full game gear. I mean, that's pretty cool, but. We've made this long without talking about the Bulls logo upside down. It's a robot reading a book. You think it's reading a book? What else would it be doing? 
I mean, I don't know if it's safe to say on the podcast or what it looks like it's doing. It's a robot reading a book, sir. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. I don't know. Is it more fun than a raptor, though? It's what it actually is. Is a robot violating a crab. So oh. <laughs> that's actually what it is. Obo's logo upside down. Oh, yeah. Yikes. I <laughs> Never unsee. Looks like a Daft Punk character, though. And Daft Punk's pretty. I see, I see they're reading the book. That's very wholesome of you. I wish I saw it that way. Good Christian book. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bulls Raptors. I'm going Bulls. What are you going? Well, the Bulls logo is versatile. We've just found out. <laughs> a bull could be a, a robot um, in the throes of passion. It could be a robot reading. Um, I'm saying bulls with my bulls bias. <laughs> oh, I mean, but really, though, also the bulls logo really hasn't changed. That's true. That, that's that says something, right? I, I think the current Toronto logo is just like a, a claw marks or something, right? That's kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking bulls. I feel good about it. Bucks. Me too. Bulls. I I don't I don't I don't feel bad about it even a little bit. I don't feel like that was a biased pick either. I think we're very uh, level headed on that one. Bucks Grizzlies. If we're talking straight up logo, or just animal itself, the deer versus bear. I'm picking grizzly. The new logo is not as cool. The Vancouver one is the one that's doing it for me. Yeah, I agree with that. So as much as I like to fear the deer stuff and whatever else, and it's practical, if we're talking Vancouver Grizzlies, that makes sense. Memphis doesn't make sense. So I think if we did the the current Memphis logo versus the old Bucks logo, Two, the two renditions that we think are worse, and we're comparing the worst of the two. I like the current Memphis logo better than I like the old Bucks logo. So I'm going Grizzlies. Grizzlies for that reason. All right. What about round three? Mavs Heat. God, the Heat are sneaking through there. So are the Mavs. I thought both of those would be gone by now. I'm going to let you take this one. Um. Flaming basketball, the pink jerseys are cool, the Miami Vice jerseys. Mavs is also like a horse. That's pretty cool. But kind of like the uh, simplistic logo of the Miami Heat. I like the different colored jerseys that uh, they incorporated with. So I'm going to say Miami Heat. It makes more sense to me. It's very hot in Miami. Logo's pretty simple. Jerseys are pretty cool. I'm going Miami. I'm going to agree with you. I don't have much to add on that. Welcome to Miami. But yeah, agree. Timberwolves, Hornets. Hornets have cool logos, but I mean, I can't stress enough how cool wolves are, so... <laughs> and how terrified I am of Hornets. They are not friendly. This is a good one. I would say 
Uh, I think I'm leaning Timberwolves as well. I haven't really looked into because I don't. I don't. The thing is, in my head. But let me see if I feel like I. I I also like the current logo for the Timberwolves. Yeah, pretty sure it's like a howling wolf. They they have more of that like lime green color. Yeah. Yeah, it's way cooler. Yeah, I'm going Timberwolves. Shame they suck for so long. Well, even like the, the old logo. No. Like look at this bad boy. I mean that that's like a, the origin logo, right? Yeah. I like the blue, I like the green. Timberwolves are cool, man. Yeah. He wolves. All right. Celtics Pistons. Celtics logo hasn't changed very much. It's an iconic logo. Um, well, they've won 16 championships that factors in at all. Okay, so this is when we have to start factoring in the the, the current rendition of the logo that we're not crazy about. We it the Pistons made it this far on nostalgia, their old cool logo. Correct. And this, I mean, the Celtics have, like we said, not changed because it's a Cool logo. We just add the now they got the little clover and Celtic, which is fairly simple, but kind of sleek. I like it. I'm gonna stick with the Celtics. It's a testament. The Pistons screwed up. If they would have kept the the original logo that we're talking, might have put up a bigger fight. But when you think Boston Celtic, do you think just one logo? So, um, this one's gonna be rough. Your Chicago Bulls, Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> Bulls just, in my opinion, barely beat a Raptor. Now it's up against a Grizzly. Again, Bulls logo hasn't changed very much. Grizzlies logo was a cool one. They went less cool. Now it's like a navy blue, um, like yellow font. It's very weird. I don't really like I- it. So I like the Vancouver Grizzlies better than the current Bulls and yes. the old Bulls because it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like the current Bulls better than I like the Grizzlies current. Yeah. So I think we have to break it down to our other ways of jerseys and mascots which is automatically lean mascot always is going to lean towards benny but let's go jerseys now benny the bull let me look up real quick the memphis grizzlies mascot see what that guy looks like um i mean well this is a really cool photo i mean it's him in like a superhero outfit so that's not fair but (laughs) but benny the bull is very versatile i mean he wears outfits too Here's says people also search for Benny the Bull. I mean, look, look at this guy. That's streamers. I mean, I don't know. He's better than Double, um, who famously Benny the Bull's cousin, who was arrested for selling marijuana out of his trunk at the United Center. That was the Brown Bull, right? That was Double. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about the Bull. Everybody's got a cousin like that, though. 
I, at the risk of sounding biased, Rumbles. Again, Vancouver Grizzly logo, very cool. Uh, Vancouver mascot, not cool. Memphis Grizzly mascot, kind of cool. Looks like Beast from X-Men, but he's also kind of a, a big baby uh, if, if you watch X-Men. So I'm going Bulls, and we've set ourselves up for Final Four. Miami Heat, Minnesota Timberwolves, Boston Celtics, Chicago Bulls. Okay. So Miami Heat. With everything we've said before, Timberwolves, everything we've said before. So they have made it this far based on their awesome seating. <laughs> blue, heat, Miami Vice style jerseys. Right. The logo itself being the plain basketball with flames going through a hoop is good, not great. Correct. I think this is an easy decision. Well, there also isn't a lot to do. Once you put the basketball on fire, it's like now you got to keep it on fire. So you have to find new logos of just a basketball on fire, which is kind of lame. And there's not much to do with it. Timberwolf logo, we looked up a couple of them. They're all pretty cool. So Yeah. All right. I can awesome. confidently put the 29-seed Timberwolves <laughs> into the championship. Uh, that means they had more playoff wins than the uh, yeah than the um, wait how is this thirty two teams oh because two teams had a bye yeah yeah seven seed Celtics three seed Bulls who's the other team that has who's the other team that hasn't won a championship there was like six of them that haven't won there was Hornets um, Timberwolves who was the thirty seed. 30 was Pelicans. Oh, okay. They're just... Yeah. Unless I factor into the New Orleans Hornets. Playoff wins, too. Um, oh. What are you talking about? Oh, the New Orleans Hornets? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. They had less playoff appearances than the Timberwolves. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, when Garnett was there, they had lots. Yeah. We've got Celtics Bulls. Two iconic logos. Yeah, kind of the same boat, right? It's kind of... Yeah, if we're taking the are... bias out of it, what's a better mascot? What's a better team? I'm, I, th- I think I'm confidently saying Chicago Bulls. They're both kind of the same historic logo. Hasn't changed. Um, Bulls are less controversial. I mean, Irish, Welsh, Scottish. That, that's a lot of stuff, man. Bulls are just simple. There's no politics. It's just, it's just an animal, you know. Uh, I I I agree. I agree. The Celtics are is a cool logo because it hasn't changed and it's iconic. But that also has to do based on their success. If this was, if I think we if we really took it in a vacuum here, I think the Bulls is a cooler logo than the Celtics. Correct. I feel good about a Timberwolves 29 Bulls three seed. I don't know. Again, we're talking, if we're talking straight up wolves over bulls, the animal, 
Wolves are very cool. Um, bulls are also very cool. If we're talking um, like a team name in relation to city, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Are there a lot of wolves in Minnesota? Are there a lot of bulls in Chicago? Not anymore. Not, not that I know of. Um, if we're talking color scheme, both relatively unchanged. Got like a blue and green. We've got a red, white, black. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very hard. What is the, um, do we look up what the Timberwolves mascot, what he looks like? I think that that might be what it's going to come down to. No, that's not fair to the Timberwolves then. Do they not have a cool mascot? No, just Benny the Bull is the best. Not too terrible, maybe. Oh, his name is Crunch. Uh, He he looks kind of stupid, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So we're talking. I'm looking at a picture with him dunking a basketball and Benny the Bull looking on. As like a mentor, so. <laughs> okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to shout out our answer at the same time. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. General. Oh, oh <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. Let's go. Okay. So we both pick something different. I mean, if we're so, talking mascot, Benny the Bull over Crunch the Wolf. All day, every day. What is the title of this bracket? It is, and I quote, it was to determine the best NBA team name. The team right name yeah. is the Timberwolves. We, we had a lot of factors to get us in there and to help decide. But... I love the Bulls. You know I love the Bulls. Correct. They're my true love at least three times on this podcast. Right. They are my true love. However, as a team name, the Minnesota Timberwolves is a better team name. It's cool. Wolves are cool. The Wolves. It's not just the Wolves. Timber. It's a very specific wolf. All right. I'll, I'll ride this swamp dragon with you. We'll do would, Minnesota Timberwolves. I would be okay if we started calling like anything we agree on a swamp dragon. A swamp dragon, yeah. This has been quite the swamp dragon. Minnesota Timberwolves. Final answer. You asked telling me. No, best team name decided by this podcast. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Hey, well, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. That's it for episode 16. Our podcast can now uh, legally drive. Uh, I'd like to thank our guest, Matt, for taking the time out of his busy schedule to join us. Um, it's, it's funny because busy, like bussy, he lives in a bus. Follow our official Instagram account at Trivial Arguments. If you haven't already, if you're feeling generous, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, any last words, Matt? I just want to thank the audience for listening this long again. These uh, brackets can be lengthy. We tried our best to uh, keep you entertained. 
I will say this was some of our better work. And if you disagree, feel free to write us a review. <laughs> to me at what's my what's my Twitter again, man? I don't know. It's either the real Matt Broach or Instagram it is because I tried to sign into my Twitter the other day and I'm locked out somehow. So <laughs> and it said you're not the real Matt Broach. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting back on there, but thanks for listening. Uh, I will have my name on this podcast sooner rather than later, unless you say otherwise. Uh, my last words are Benny the Bull for life. <laughs> for life. It's basically almost like Lenny the Bull. You're welcome. Okay. Now we're gone. Now we're done. That's, <laughs> That's why we picked Timberwolves. <laughs> Bye.